My name is Charlie. This is a story about a young boy called Charlie. Charlie is very pleased with his three pennies. For Charlie, it is a lot of money, and he cannot understand why other people are not seeing his money like he is. But with time, Charlie comes to find something much more precious than money. He finds love and the companionship of a young girl that gives her love freely. And for Charlie, finds a new friendship more precious than his three pennies. This is Charlie's story. My name is Charlie, but everyone calls me Chips. Because they say I look like a bloody chip. Well now, I'm off to Mrs Brown's lolly shop to show her my three pennies. I push the door open and there she stands. I'm bloody sure that woman never moves. Doesn't matter what time of day it is, she's always there. The noise of the bell on the top of the door tells her I'm coming in. I walk smartly up to the counter and open my hand to show her my three pennies. She's not looking at me, she's looking at a girl sitting in a chair. I hold tight to my pennies and walk over to where the girl is sitting. She doesn't move. I look closer and she's staring at the door. I walk in front of her and her eyes don't move. She's starting to make me feel uncomfortable. Mrs Brown says, don't be afraid. Katie is blind. I shrug my shoulders and say, back. I'm not afraid of her and walk away. Thinking to myself, I don't feel like talking to Mrs Brown anymore. Walking to the door to open it, then from nowhere, someone grabs my hand. Shit, I thought. I nearly lose my pennies. I look around and it's the young girl standing there, as pleased as a button. I try to shake her hands off, but she holds even tighter. Mrs Brown comes over and smiles at Katie and takes her hand from mine, asking me real nice. Can you wait for me, Charlie? I need to talk to you. She walks away. Then she comes back and says to me, it would be nice and kind for you to come back and see Katie again. I looked at her and said, I thought she was bloody blind. Mrs Brown says, yes, she is. She lost both her parents and that is the first time that I had ever seen any type of response from Katie. I asked what happened. She said they were both killed in a tram car accident. I thought, bloody hell. Mrs. Brown asked again if I would come and visit her. I asked, is she sick? Mrs. Brown said no, but in a different way. Okay, I said, and walked through the door. Bloody hell, I didn't get time to show her my three pennies, I thought. It was a couple of days later when I goes back to the shop. And as soon as I walked in the door, her hand was in mine. I shook it as hard as I could, but she wouldn't let go. Then Mrs Brown comes up to me and asked, Would I like a cup of tea? I thought, crikey, Mum never gave me a cup of tea in my whole life. It felt really grown up. I said, yes, please, as if I was used to drinking tea. She still wouldn't let go of my bloody hand. Now she's smiling all the time. I looked at her, then looked again. She has these creepy eyes. 
Mrs. Brown caught me looking and said, when someone is blind, they never, they can't control their movement of their eyes and can't possibly see anything through them. I smiled back and said, I know that. I just smiled at her and drank my cup of tea. I didn't taste, it didn't taste good at all. I don't know why. Everybody says they could die for a cuppa. Well, I said, I would go home now. That I had to drop off the wash for my mum. Mum had to do washing for other people's clothes for money to help pay the rent. It's only one bloody room with two beds in. And a fire if we're lucky enough to be able to get the firewood. Which is not at all very often. Well, that's that I thought. Time's gone by and we seem to be inseparable. Things were getting out of hand. My mates didn't want to play with me anymore. When it comes to think about it, I didn't really care. mind their company either. Oh well, better drop Katie back home. She's only a girl. Time has passed now and Katie's a young woman. She still never leaves my side. We are going to the local fair tomorrow. Katie always loves that. She likes the noise. Well, it's three o'clock now and Katie ain't back yet. She went for a pee. Where the bloody hell is she? I'll go and call her. Hurry up! I shouts. She normally has a pee in the bushes. Where is she? I call out. I'll not wait much longer, I shouted again. I asked a couple of girls if they had seen Katie. One said, yes, talking to a bloke, just on the hill. I cursed and swore, where the bloody hell is she doing on the hill? All that day I looked for her, but couldn't find her. Sitting there I cried until there was no more tears to cry. I just knew something bad had happened to my Katie. What am I going to tell Mrs Brown? I slowly walked back down the hill and I swore I could feel Katie's hand grab hold of mine. I knew that she would always be with me.